1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great...
2: Your destination comes without a fare, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football rabble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair, West Hammer in the final. It's Friday, 19th of May. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm the, the Roger, And I'm Peter Carvage. Hi. everybody! It's Friday, my giddy aunt David. Good to
3: see you. It's been a while. It's nice to be back.
2: Nice to be see bloody fierces. Here we are,
0: indeed. Jim Campbell, you're purring, aren't you? Yeah, you it's are, Friday, mate. It's Friday, and I'm with the guy who has the keys to the weekend. <laughs> no you can get a place can, to be. You can get into the weekend uh, first. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that it's a big gate, so it's not actually how it works. Yeah. Sort of I
0: feel like someone who's queued up in a tent for a new iPhone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Last night's football. I tell you what. Thursday is the new Friday, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) If you're a West Ham or indeed a Sheffield Wednesday fan, but more of them in a moment. Um, West Ham, we have to go there. Their first European final in 47 years uh, will be in Prague in just uh, this month. It happens this month for crying out loud. Um, What a win for them. Uh, Superb stuff. You knew it was going to go well uh, because Andy Carroll was spotted with the West Ham fans before the game, chanting away and so on, and you thought to yourself... That's
0: absolutely yeah. Uh, he thought to himself
4: he plays for Reading. <laughs> <laughs> is he
0: playing on the week? Yeah. Well, summer started early for Andy Carroll, was not it? So it, I love you... that he's done this. Yeah. He's I, just uh, gone, yeah. you know what, I'll go and get amongst it on a European away day, mm. support
4: my old team. Yeah. Brilliant. He, his yeah. affinity for um for all the club well, I suppose specifically Newcastle and West Ham is quite funny. I have a mate who works who used to edit a magazine. And did a sit-down interview with Andy Carroll in mm. London, and he'd just joined West Ham, and he was talking, you know, talking about all sorts. And at the end, they ended up getting the train back through London. And Andy Carroll was like, "Can I come with you? I don't know where I'm going." <laughs> <laughs> and I keep thinking of that. Like, even when I saw him yesterday, I was like, oh, I oh, "You're so ingrained. You probably know yeah. how to use the underground well, now." And if, indeed.
2: And if any um, young West Ham fans maybe don't quite remember Andy Carroll, they not that long ago,
0: and so on. It's like, "Well, why are you over here?" And he just showed them that overhead kicking yeah. for them. There yeah. you go. That's why I'm here. You get the impression he didn't have a ticket. He'd just pick one up off a tout when he gets yeah.
4: there. I reckon he was in Amsterdam anyway. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it, I used it, to play for them. What are they doing here?
3: <laughs> he's going to Prague this morning. Yeah, he's yeah. Just going to, stay <laughs> to the final.
4: Yeah, we'll leave that there,
2: I think. <laughs> <laughs> or, or was it because uh, cause on the bench? Is
0: um his old landlord or sort of
4: daddy yeah, Kevin
2: Nolan? Kevin Nolan, his <laughs> old
4: <daddy. laughs> Yeah,
0: because he was made to live with Kevin Nolan in Newcastle, wasn't he? To, to calm him down a bit. Just Kevin Nolan,
4: made to live with him. You're gonna have. I'm. I'm not leaving you on your own in England. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> You're well, you now. You know, if you go. Sorry, Kevin. I appreciate. Sure, you know, you've got to go. you know, West Ham and playing away in Europe. You do realise, remember, I can't be less than 50 yards away from you. <laughs> so I'm going to have to come you. <laughs> indeed, so. indeed.
2: That's certainly how you said. Well, AZ out my fans. better they didn't cover themselves in glory last night after the final whistle. Awful scenes and, and a great shame, actually. But I, I don't want to dwell on that because it, this is all about West Ham's victory. They mm. did set off fireworks in front of West Ham's hotel uh, the night before the game. Didn't w- work. What was quite nice was there was a little bit of playground justice because when one of the fireworks went off, one of the, sort of the, the, the bits flew off it and, and hit one of the AZ fans on the bum. <laughs> and he sort of, as yeah. you can see, he runs off like he a does. cartoon character tiptoeing. Yeah.
4: Like, he he really is terrified. Mm. And then jumps in a bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of in. Yeah. Exactly,
2: yeah. But, I mean, West Ham, 1-0, of course, on the night. Uh, a, a late, late goal uh, that, that put them through. David, what did you think? Because it was, it was um, they were 2-1 up from the first leg. Could have been 3-1. Mm. But you take a victory, I suppose. They go away. Now, AZ, uh, not a bad side. They're going to make it difficult, uh, 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 of course. But West Ham played it quite well, didn't they? I was surprised, actually, it took them all the way to the end to score because they did have opportunities on the break and didn't maybe make the most of them earlier on.
3: They did. They've uh, they've handled this competition really well. They've Mm. they've acclimatised the European football really well. I think uh, it's a big justification for keeping David Moyes around as well. I've Mm. been been on this podcast before slamming, so I'm going to admit, hey, look. Fair enough. They got it right. Got Moyes, it was I, I, I was.
4: I, I'm really surprised by their turnaround with him because you think it's quite hard for a manager to you know win back faith in the fans because you know they were against him for a point and also turn around the performances to play how they used to play. And that we yeah, get West Ham's probably one of the worst clubs to do that because you know fans have seen so much shit and they they kind of smell it before it happens if mm. that makes sense. Mm. And so yeah, I agree with David. The fact that he's turning it around is. Really impressive, and
3: I think yeah. it's sticking up for a fellow David. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's a very easy to sack a manager, so the fact that they kept them on was, was impressive. Especially when you see a club like Aston Villa bring somebody in, you are kind of like, oh, do we do that as well? Yeah. They're the like, same like, colour as us.
4: That's yeah,
2: <laughs> they're yeah. the best
0: claret one now. Mm.
2: <laughs> but I mean, obviously, West Ham got to a semi-final last year, so to yeah. see them go one step further this year is quite something. And I to see with Moyes, he's been in the game for so long, obviously as a player, but as a manager, he's had great longevity. Uh, managed um, Manchester United lest we forget took over from Sir Alex Ferguson it's, and it's, today's the 10 year anniversary for, wow. for, for, of Sir Alex Ferguson's last game as Manchester United manager
0: and he uh, gets to a European final proving uh, the yes. ungrateful Man <laughs> United fans wrong
2: <laughs> but the thing is with Moyes as I said great longevity as a manager has managed um, Manchester United to be the biggest club he's managed and, and so on this is only the second final He's ever reached as a manager. Mm. So the first one was the FA Cup with with Everton. They that they were beaten. Again, it's a reminder that while Manchester City are kind of incredibly hoovering up all the or threatening to hoover up all the trophies and, and, and so on, as we've seen Liverpool do and so on, finals are a very rare thing for the vast majority who are into football. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they are very very rare. And again, for Moyes, I, I, not that I thought he had a huge trophy cabinet or anything, but I, when when they said it, it's only
3: the second final he's reached and his...
2: Manager, I thought, bloody hell, yeah! yeah
3: that is, again, he, it's a reminder of that. But he's been at those clubs where he's where he's firefighting essentially. Yeah. So Europe's not really been the remit. And I know he did really, mm-hmm. really well with um with Everton and what have you. But if you look at it, and look, I hate these people who are disrespectful towards you know clubs who want to win a trophy, even if it's a smaller competition. Shall we say? At the end of the day, you play football to mm. win trophies. Roma and that's won end this of competition
0: last time yeah. round.
3: Look what happens, you kick on yeah. from it as well. So it is, it's massive for them, I think. Mm. It is,
0: yeah. I, I think, like, you know, a couple of seasons in, the Conference League's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I it, think... it is. It is really fulfilling the remit. Like, West Ham against Fiorentina in the European final, it's brilliant. It's lovely. It's brilliant that there's a, that there's a competition that can host a thing like that. Mm. I think that sometimes
2: the, the uh, bigwigs in football, they're not very good at marketing. I think it's fair to say. We saw that with the Super League, didn't we, in their crappy little mm. website. But, you know, with, with the Conference League and so on, we, we sort of laugh about what they've named the competition and so on. But ultimately, it's a football tournament. So the football will do the talking. And when it does do the talking, you kind of go, oh, yeah, this is enjoyable. Mm. And so for West Ham to get there, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, I thought, you know, that, I mean, what a goal it was from Pablo, four at the end. The funny thing was, that they were obviously trying to hit them on the break. And again, the final pass might have been a touch better and and, and so on. But Fornell's had a lot to do. Like, he nutmegs a player and then rifles in from, what was it, 20 yards out or something like that. A glorious goal. And, and David Moy said, I'm really, really glad that, that he was the one that got the goal or something like that. He's mm, very popular there, isn't he? Very one popular. Else, yeah. Didn't start the game, of course, but very, very popular indeed. But West Ham, they do face Fiorentina in the final, who themselves got a very, very late winner uh, in Switzerland against Basel. And Fiorentina, I think they're currently eighth in Serie A. I think West Ham would have probably preferred Basel, if if we're honest. But the fact is, you've got to be a decent side if you're going to win a trophy. David, what, have you seen much of Fiorentina this season?
3: Yeah, I mean, this European runs really cost them. I think in the league, so that's why the league position out they are much better side than this, yeah, mm. than, than that. You know, very better than
2: ha- West Ham. Do you think? <sighs>
3: I think mm. it's quite evenly matched. Yeah, I think I'm it honest. is. It is. It's gonna be a good final. I tell you what it's mind, it's a shame that the final's only in a stadium its capacity of twenty thousand.
0: Yeah, I, so I five
3: thousand tickets yeah to each fans. It's yeah. fact, that's Mad. Such a shame. For two clubs that don't really see like, that rarely see a final. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's so
2: so <clears throat> sad that. Yeah, I was surprised when the you know, I was reminded of where the final would be and so on. But um but, yeah, so, so glorious for West Ham. And uh, as you say, the way they've turned around their season is, is, is quite remarkable. Um, elsewhere in Europe that night, um, obviously, Jose Mourinho's Roma got a nil nil draw in by Leverkusen, the most predictable result of the I mean, 30% possession. Let me just read you out that no, that would have been uh, too much. So, <laughs> the, the, the stats of the game by Leverkusen,
0: 71.7% possession, yeah. <laughs> 23 shots to Roma's one one shot I'm assuming that was just the clearance that went, think, went a bit too yeah. far Mourinho's like what are you doing I, know, I tore it down Yeah, <laughs> it, into
2: the corner it, it, it shouldn't be registered as a shot yeah,
0: yeah. Jose but, wolf whistling his own players
2: yeah 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 but just <laughs> just to be sure though Roma didn't have any shots on target yeah just incredible absolutely incredible I mean did they ride their luck did they play it well they're in the final yeah I that's mean, all I don't that know, matters I don't for know Jose
0: the thing with Mourinho can you call it Riding out of luck when he, yeah. you know, when he sets out to to play that sort of game and then he executes that game plan per- perfectly, it's not really luck, is it? It's, it's execution.
4: <laughs> it just feels a little bit unnecessary. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, <laughs> it? totally does. But you know, he's never lost the final, was he? He's never lost the European final. Mm. And obviously, you know, Sevilla did what they do and they got through. And I think this is the greatest example you could, you could uh, possibly have of the phrase the unstoppable force against the immovable object. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm thrilled that this is the final. You're right. I, I am as well
3: because I just want to say a big thank you to Sevilla for actually not putting us through an Allegri versus Mourinho final. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, I think
2: Sevilla, they're such a, such a likeable club. I mean, it's funny, isn't it, how, what is this, their seventh Europa League final? Won <laughs> this competition, so it it's basically and yet, theirs yeah. until well, and, and of course, Mourinho. If anyone would, can break the magic, yes, uh-huh. exactly, it is, and it, it
4: really is. is magic compared to what Mourinho. Totally, from where Mourinho is coming from. It. But
2: I think with with the the, the smaller um, European competition that is the Europa League compared to the Champions League, of course. And again, with severe, it could win it for the seventh time, yet no one, I don't think, would be bored of that. I don't think, no. not in this country, obviously, it doesn't, but I don't think anybody looks at it and goes, well, that's kind of unromantic. It's, it's
0: just remarkable, isn't it? That's it is. That's what's so fascinating about they it. They
2: know where their ceiling is and they just constantly,
3: you know, I can't smooch so, that ceiling, Jim.
0: Different coaches and different players as well. Yeah. So, like,
3: it's like it's not like it's the same yes, thing, exactly. the same group doing it every single time. It does change, but there's just something about the feeling. Yeah. You, you know what what they have. Totally. And it also
0: doesn't seem to matter what the league form
3: is like. They've had a no. terrible time, this Yeah, year. the change coach as well. The change coach yeah. not too soon before the Man United tie. I think Man United probably has looked at that and said, "Oh, we can we can take them apart." But the the magic took yes. over. So all he's eyes-
4: gonna do that. They wanted clowns, isn't he? Yeah. Because everyone's expecting Sevilla to yeah. win the Europa League purely because they've won it before and he's going to yeah. take that as a slight... Yes, absolutely.
2: It's oh, like Michael Jordan when he would look at the opposition players and create a narrative in his head that that guy said stuff about him and all that
3: kind of stuff. That's what he does. He's, got, he's going to come in that press room before the fans go. I, I just want to say very sorry to all the fans who wanted Sevilla to win. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry to yeah. disappoint you.
2: Yeah, I know you wanted the seventh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I tell you what, you can't keep your eyes off it, everybody. Right, uh, the aforementioned uh, West Ham United um, have, you know, they've still got Premier League football to play, um, funnily enough, um, and technically are still not safe from relegation, although, I mean, effectively they are. Uh, They play at Leeds, sorry, on Sunday. Um, It would be unlikely if they played themselves. Um, Big Sam returns to his old stomping ground. Of course, Leeds could be relegated if they lose and Everton beat Wolves and Forest win against Arsenal. So, unlikely, you would say, that Leeds uh, would be relegated. But uh, old Sam Allardyce will be targeting three points from this one, Jim. He said he would be happy with a point against Newcastle United. You can totally understand why. And it was... A good point, despite the missed penalty and all.
0: Yeah, but old uh, Sam Allardyce. I think he's aiming for six points in two games, and as I said on the other on the show the other day, I think he's going to get them. <laughs> I, I don't think you can slow this down. You, I just don't <laughs> think it's possible because, right? If you're a Leeds player, yeah. you look over at the dugout. It's like, oh, if if we mess this up, yeah. I'm going to cost that guy two point five million pounds, <laughs> mm. and if that happens, I think he might be quite mean to me. Yeah,
2: he'll remember that. Yeah. Well, if if Leeds were to win and presumably Arsenal beat Forest, which Arsenal would be favourites to do, then Leeds go on the same points as Forrest with a superior goal difference. So, And they only need to usurp one side above them. Obviously, Everton are there as well. Uh, I mean, they would if Everton were to lose against Wolves. Uh, so I know there's a lot of ifs and buts. But I mean, I don't know, Vish, what do you reckon? Is this going to be a Big Sam master plan?
4: Well, he's got a couple of Big Sam players back, potentially, in mm. Liam Cooper and um, Stuart Dallas. And... I think that just helps them be a little bit more robust. Also, also like Dallas is... I, I mean, I fucking love Stuart Dallas. But there's there's a real sense that they are starting to believe because mm. he believes. Yeah. And, you know, getting someone from the outside and given the short window they have to turn this around, it mm-hmm. probably helps that it. it's someone like Allardyce who has such ridiculous confidence in his own ability mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. nothing that happens, you know, that would have happened in the Newcastle game if they had would have affected that. So... I don't know. Yeah, probably. Bear in mind that West Ham expended a lot of physical and emotional energy yesterday, Absolutely, particularly yeah. after the game as well, yeah. unfor- unfortunately. It's really, like really say. draining
0: a big European yeah. night, night like that, especially in a away performance. And especially
4: if you're not used to playing Thursday, Sunday, which they have yeah. done for the yeah. last few weeks now. And also
0: Leeds will make it a physical test. They would have done that anyway. They will, that More so, they will, they will push that agenda because of this.
4: And bear in mind, I, sorry, I should say, when they started in the Conference League, there was a lot of rotation for West Ham and that's pretty much gone away beyond Areola mm. now. So... Mm-hmm. They're very much relying on the same players.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I mean, phew, what, what a what a three points that would be if Big Sam can pull it off. Um, Newcastle United talking of football last night, they beat Brighton four one. Newcastle are one win away
0: from Champions League football. I mean,
4: they're getting there, aren't they? It's
0: romantic. Yeah. There's no,
4: there's no yeah. two ways about it. They're getting it there.
0: Certainly looks like yeah. it. If there's anyone who's going to stumble, mate.
4: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, they <laughs> have to look at me when I say I know that. <laughs> I say that. That's my thing.
0: I just wanted everyone to be aware that that was the, the the underlying context of what we were all feeling in the room.
4: <laughs> so, the, so yesterday, are you scared? A, a yes- are you scared Mitrovic is going to come back to Old Trafford on the last day? And oh, he it will for as you? well, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be something silly. We'll get, him, we'll get him sent off again. We'll cheat. <laughs> 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 I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is, uh, you know, you you were just going to say there, the, um, you know, it's a wonderful story, the Newcastle well, where they are. Well, I was going to use the
2: word romantic if I'm
4: yeah. And I suppose, like,
2: I was looking don't... at David, the Sunderland fan, when I was saying, yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, fair <laughs> like,
4: don't bring Sunderland into it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sad, come me. on, you promised. They had yeah. their
2: semi-final, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah <no DL>. Sorry, <laughs> that was on behalf of Pete Donaldson by the way. Yeah, you yeah, had two
4: true. legs, didn't you? That was fun. <laughs> two games. Wow. um <laughs> The thing with the, you know, even even West Ham with, uh, you know, the fact that they are a richer club than than uh, Milan, who are in the Champions League semi-finals, uh, even Man City and, uh, you know, their ridiculous wealth and how how everything they've done is built towards, uh, you know, this Champions League final, mm-hmm. specifically the way they beat Real Madrid and Newcastle with the Champions League. The fans are the ones that give you a bit of perspective, don't they? Not necessarily the fans on Twitter, yep. but to see that atmosphere yesterday at St. James's Park, mm, for example, to yeah. see those West Ham fans yeah. um, on Thursday, to see those City fans at the Etihad on yep. Wednesday. Those are the ones that keep the grounding. That, I suppose that is part of sports watching as well. But that atmosphere last night for the for the St. James's Park, at St. Mm. James's Park, mm. I did think, fuck me. How good are the Champions League nights going to oh, be Oh, it's going to be pa- nuts. Here. Party nights. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're like, really absurd. There, yeah. Yeah.
0: Ugh.
2: Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, I suddenly just saw Tino Asprey leaping and heading the ball. Oh, and well, the that, but that's, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that, a lot of people in the, in that crowd will remember those days. A lot of people won't, yeah. but they'll be, be able to is have is their, is their a, own memories. There's
3: a few guys I know, they still say that was the best
0: night they've ever had as a Newcastle fan. Yeah, the Best
3: atmosphere ever at St. as well. Well, it was quite remarkable, yeah.
0: So. So the form table's gone mad, hasn't it? It has. Because Arsenal played Newcastle a little while ago at St. James's Park. One, you know, it was a, you know, well contested game but they were worthy winners of it they then get dicked on by Brighton mm. who then go to Newcastle and get dicked on themselves <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great yeah. everyone's it's... sort of everyone's all over the place
4: everyone's yeah. got their dicks out yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it's Friday
2: um, uh, Yeah, I mean it, it's a shame for Brighton who obviously not going to catch Liverpool realistically now. Uh, but they've had a, mar- a remarkable season, Brian, let's not be silly. And Roberto De Zerbi, uh, along with Eddie Howe, actually, have both uh, been nominated for manager of the uh, season, along with Pep Guardiola, Mikel Arteta, Unai Emery, and um, and the, the
3: rightful owner of that award, Marco Silva.
2: So, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you could make good arguments for all of them,
3: David, wouldn't you? I think so. I, who, who, I, would you, who would you fancy for it? De Zerbi. I'd really, really? I'd really like him. Yeah, yeah. That'd think, be pretty cool. Look, I, I think... Came in early, but it wasn't his team. He's someone to else's get to squad better. as well, Came in early. Yeah. They had the backroom staff ripped yeah. away from him. Lost their last season's player of the year mm-hmm. in Kukareya as well. Trossard mm-hmm. obviously went as well mid-season. So yeah. there's always rumours swirling around their uh-huh. players. I just think he's done a fantastic job. And also, I think he's improved things from Potter yeah. as well, the way they play their football now.
2: Definitely. I mean, again, you could make good arguments. Yeah. I mean, Eddie Howe what he's done at Newcastle. Yeah. Unai Emery. It's Unai Emery. Sorry. I mean, yeah. blimey, what a turnaround for Aston Villa. That is... Utterly incredible what you've done, but look at Arteta at
0: Arsenal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Guardiola with Man
2: City. I mean, Man City could could. Win the trouble. I think, I think the, the v- difference
0: with, with Guardiola and Arteta, though, is that they've, you know, they've been at the club a long time and they've, they, they are, they've been allowed to shape the squads themselves. They've yes. had a lot more control. But De Zerbi has, mm. has had to hit the ground, like running, cartwheeling, yes. like doing any sort of gymnastic <laughs> um, you can think of. Yeah. And, he, and he's, he's done it with a plum. Well, the reason why I think Marcus Silver actually, is very worthy
2: to be mentioned in there is because, bearing in mind, Fulham have been a yo-yo side. They'll be top half finish, yeah. Uh, Without without any any stress, and get a newly promoted side who have obviously stress at Fulham. No, exactly. And he's and he's he's put an end to the
4: stress. If you are if you are stressed, go for a lovely walk Mm. to the ground. There you go. That's it. Have (laughs) a picnic on the pitch, which is a thing you can actually do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. The the, I'm I'm genuinely these awards are generally quite bullshit in the way that you know. But depends who wins them. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I mean, mean bullshit, bullshit is probably too harsh. These awards are generally a little bit meh sometimes because it feels like there is an element Mm. of recency bias there. But actually, the presence of Marco Silva is an example of actually just seeing the whole, seeing the bigger picture, really. I did want to throw one name in there, just for the sake of it, just for the sake of discussion. If he keeps them up, Big Sam? Well, similarly, Gary O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, I think that is. I think that would. I be thought you were going to say Ten
0: Hag. but <laughs> yeah.
4: I genuinely did. I was waiting for it. That I was some like, of
0: the some <laughs> of the coolest measured, um, really great football minds on Twitter have been saying that Ten Hag is kind of um, maybe a little unlucky to miss out on that. I mean, he's he's won them a trophy mm. and he's got them into the FA Cup final. So who knows where that will go? I'd have then, them in there. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think it's outrageous. I'd have them all actually. in there. I'd have Roy Hodgson in there. Yeah, Get them all in, all of them. Lampard. Uh, Let's see what he does the last couple of I, games. I think Lampard and Potter probably deserve a special <laughs> award, don't they? On behalf of all of us, I would. They've I would given say, us a really great time. I would right? say
4: because of because of what's happened under Chelsea, sorry at Chelsea with Potter and mm. Lampard. I think probably Thomas Tuchel deserves to be. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right, gentlemen, before we go uh, for a break. Um, the biggest result last night was not one we've already mentioned. In the League One playoff semi-final, second leg last night, Sheffield Wednesday overturned a 4-0 first leg deficit against Peterborough. They won 5-1 on the night after extra time, of course, and, uh, and went through on penalties 5-3.
0: I, just insane. They played like Sheffield Saturday night. I'll it tell you what, i tell <laughs> you magnificent. what. Magnificent. Incredible. Just
2: because i watched the West Ham game, and then you're kind of you're looking at the minutes of this game, and they score early. They get another one, and Peterborough had their chances as well. For yeah, they had, they had a couple
3: on the break. Yeah, yeah,
2: right, and 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 you're thinking to yourself, no, surely not, surely not. And the game goes on, They're 20 minutes to go, they get the third. And you go, right, it's on, it's absolutely on. But just checking it, and you think, oh, time's running away. And they have a chance, right? The death, da 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 da. And then in the 97th or 98th, minute? in the eighth yeah. minute of added time. <laughs>
3: and the thing is, I thought Peterborough managed the game really well. So after I think Sheffield scored about 70th minute, and yep. then after that. They managed the game really, really well, and then for the, and I was thinking, wow, they're going to yeah. do this skin of the teeth stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah, get through, yeah, yeah. and then well, I mean, really- it's 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 crazy isn't it, to think that a side would have been very happy with a three 0 loss in a playoff semi final yeah. second <laughs> But
0: the thing is that well, how
2: do, how do they go about doing it? Because when the early goal goes in, okay, play the game should have maybe put one of their chances away, which would have, which would have put a totally different start on anything. But they don't two nil down, okay all right, 2-0, we're still okay. It's so difficult to manage it, and then all hell breaks loose at the end. But then, of course, into extra time, then Peterborough score. Yeah. And you think, oh, no. Like,
4: cause, Not even do Peterborough score. Yeah. It's an own goal.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's the, that's the thing, is there's like, so much momentum with Wednesday going into extra time, and then Peterborough actually kind of pick themselves up yeah. and doing yeah. okay. But every neutral, of course, is going for Wednesday at that point. Because it's such an amazing thing. You want to see the comeback complete. And then, um, uh, who was it? Patterson, Callum Patterson? Yes. Who scored uh, earlier on in the game. He gets... He, he, he sort of Lovely finish. Unbelievable. That the, the, the so com-
3: calm. So to have that composure at that stage of the game oh is, is remarkable. Yeah. Great to see
2: Hillsborough like that. Oh, what an yeah, atmosphere. Come on. Brilliant.
3: And the, the scenes when they did score, obviously, yeah. for that, it was brilliant. Just the fans piled over. Yeah. The lad in the front... Just- <laughs> giving it the all of that up. It was really brilliant. It was
2: sensational. And uh, big Barry Bannon, or wee Barry Bannon, was at the centre of it all. What a, what a player, what a man. And when they, they he, obviously the captain, when he um did the, they did the coin toss for the penalties, and he won the toss, so he got to choose which end, he celebrated that. He punched the air. And it was one of those power plays like Chiellini in the semi-final, the Euros. Yes. And so when you thought to yourself, they've won it. They've well, absolutely when, won <laughs> this.
4: When Chiellini hugs Alba. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Squeezes his cheeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, it, like, did anyone else who watched this like, happen live did anyone else just feel really yes. emotional yeah, yeah.
2: I, I just yeah.
4: I, I, and penalty I, I can have nothing
2: invested in the game and yet I still feel nervous watching yeah. penalties
4: but also just like but the euphoric feeling after yeah but, but and this is this is why we love football yeah. because as soon as Sheffield Wednesday scored that fourth goal yeah. and it went into the atmo- <laughs> extra time yeah. the atmosphere went oh fucking hell shit <laughs> Now we have something to lose. Yeah, and it was and yeah, was yeah, something exactly. beautiful about it. I know it. what it you mean. Like, you've just scored four. Yeah. You could, regardless at the you know at the time of the match, you've completed one of the greatest comebacks mm. of you know arguably of all time in English football. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's how big and this is. And immediately, yeah. because we're English. Yeah. There was an element of like, oh no, yeah. oh no, this is no, this is when it This is when we ruin it. So after climbing the mountain, this is when we fall. Well,
2: life. that's the thing. Like there was a, a guy, a friend of mine, Sheffield Wednesday fan, immediately went, well, well, typical Wednesday, you know, we'll probably <laughs> bottle this in. in, in <laughs> oh, Peterborough got a massive history of putting these ties to bed. <laughs> you know I mean? like, every football fan, other than Man yeah. City fans at the moment, think all this sort of thing. Well, even them though. Yeah, well, they do yeah, absolutely. But it's so like, I a friend of mine in Argentina, I was like giving him a voice note last night just catching up and I was like I just started telling him about this game and I was just a bit like I mean this is a league one playoff <laughs> second yeah. semi by yeah. the way you're
4: probably not that interested also you were telling you were telling about that just catching up with an old friend about you know yeah, what happened. Still... you've had a kid oh, no. you've had another kid <laughs> You won't, you, won't, about... you, won't, you won't fucking believe <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and you're talking about Barry Bannon. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: yeah. the, the little man's doing fine. Anyway, let me get to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, just incredible. And Darren Moore, you've got to be pleased yeah. for Big Darren Moore. What a man! What a lovely, lovely man. Um, and he's—I he's... had a
4: tear in my eye watching watching yeah. his reaction at the yeah. end of the game because of—he just looked emotionally spent. Yeah. And the fact that he got so he got dogs' abuse after they lost oh my that first goodness, leg. Yeah. He um, Sheffield Wednesday acted quickly and. Banned uh, a fan who's, who sent racist abuse over social media um, and gave him ban from Hillsborough, mm-hmm. and I would love to fucking know what he thinks, what he thought last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the greatest. games yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that that. Stadium,
2: absolutely right. Um, but as they said, they've got to go and win the final now.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I think. I hope they got fucking tanked yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, honestly, I hope they got on it. It was. Oh, but this is the what, not, I,
2: what a thing? Do you know what? As well though, is it it's quite? I was quite uniquely positioned as a Fulham fan last night watching West Ham, and because I've seen Fulham get to a, a, a European final, and obviously I've seen them go up through the playoffs, and you win that second leg, and people pile on the pitch, and you're like if we're not up. Yeah, you've yeah. got to go win the final. Yeah. It's a great feeling. Don't get me wrong, and it's the last game of the season at home and all that kind of stuff. So, it's it is a
4: it's a joyful a moment, but uh, it's, it could yeah. all be kind of lost. You've you've just reminded me of a mate of mine who's a Brentford season ticket holder. He's mm. been going for ages, and on the last day of the season, you know, a couple of seasons ago, um when everyone piles on and it's quite uh, a carnival yeah, atmosphere, yeah, feel yeah, good yeah, vibe. Yeah. He he's a carnival, this is something about as a supporter. He stayed in his. Sh- he stayed in his seat and he berated everyone who was trying yeah. to climb the goal and said, if we've got to buy a new goal, we can't afford a striker next season. That's on you, yeah? That's on you. <laughs> Just what you were saying, look, Love we haven't that. won it yet. Get off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let them go to bed. They've got to rest.
2: <laughs> oh, lovely old job. Right, let's have a break.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble.
0: De Bruyne,
4: de Haye, de Arby.
2: De Football Ramble, everybody. Welcome back to it. Uh, right, let's talk about the Premier League. Liverpool host Aston Villa on the weekend. Aston Villa just one point behind Brighton in sixth. Of course, Liverpool one point off Manchester United in
0: fourth place, Here they come, fish. Could it be another 7-2 incoming from Villa?
4: <laughs> You'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? I'd take that, yeah. You'd take 6-2. See, how it—how does it feel to see 7?
0: <laughs> well, Villa have been very good on the road, <laughs> as we know.
2: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, did, did, did we see this coming? I mean, a, a number of months ago, I was sort of you know saying about liverpool you know is this is this a complete right off the season or is it going to be one of their rest seasons you know as we mm. saw with that season where they managed to finish fourth well they've turned it on at the right time i mean they just they've won the last six for crying out loud uh, manchester united do have a game in hand um, but they are just one point uh, behind them better goal difference so, all to play for. But against uh, Unai Emery's Aston Villa, David, it's not an easy task.
3: No, they've been really impressive. He's uh, he's getting a lot of people just really honoured at the moment. People like Bailey, Buendia, you know, mm. they've really turned a corner. They've got some lovely players when you mention these names. Yeah, they right have. You? They have, yeah, yeah. they some very talented
0: players and, and no doubt in the summer as well, they'll add to it. Mm. They've had a couple of losses recently, though. Yes. Which make you think they've had a little bit of a wobble. Obviously, they, um, they turned it around and... and, and and turn the form around rather and and beat Tottenham but um, Liverpool are a very very different prospect so I can't can't see positive Liverpool here exactly yeah Yeah, indeed Um, it's
2: been announced that James Milner Roberto Firmino Naby Keiter and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain will all leave Liverpool at the end of the season that won't excuse me we've known about Firmino for a while and, and one or two of the other names perhaps won't surprise people. They've not played a huge amount of football for Liverpool, of course. But when you see those names and they're all leaving, it really is now moving into a different era yeah, yeah. under Klopp at Liverpool. Um, and I don't know. I mean, how do you see it? Because, again, with, with, with the way Liverpool was so poor and Klopp looked very surprised and some of the stuff he was saying, you know, he looked like he, he really sort of didn't know how to kind of um, turn it around. Now... They look much more on it. they're sort of building towards the next season. What do you think for Liverpool next season fish? I mean it's I personally think it's unlikely they'll reach the highs as they did two or three seasons ago, but
4: you never know well, I mean, bear in mind, like these things happen over the course of the season. they mm. happen in stages. I don't see why why there wouldn't be a situation where in January we're talking about them as one of two three one of three teams mm-hmm. who could potentially win the win the title, say like in six months' time. Um, and I think that's because a lot of the people that are going to be, you know, going to have a say next season uh, seem to be stepping up a bit. Cody Gakpo, obviously a new player in who looks exceptionally comfortable and has a bit of Firmino about him in terms of a lot of selfless work, acts as basically a, you know, a final third focal point, but is able to kind of drift around. He mm. obviously isn't, I wouldn't say he's as intelligent a player as Firmino, but that's more of a comment on Firmino's Firmino, yeah. ridiculous yeah, yeah, talents. Yeah. Um, and someone like Curtis Jones, who feels uh, like he's yeah. using the back end of the season to actually step up and mm. believe that he mm-hmm. is a first team player, and you know, mm-hmm. if you think of like someone like Naby Keita, I'd probably throw Minamino in there as well, and I suppose oxlade Chamberlain, given that he, although he came a little bit before, were players that haven't quite stepped up in the way that they were mm-hmm. expected to, and therefore. You know, the other midfielders have had to carry a bit more of the burden there. So they haven't been able to rotate as efficiently as Mm -hmm. they'd have liked. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually really sad to see Firmino go. Yeah. Because I think this might be anecdotal to, I mean, obviously, I've watched a lot of him and a lot of other players. I think his time in the league, he's had the best first touch. Yeah which I know isn't like a big thing, but it's such a classy player, such a selfless player as well.
2: Oh, there'd be times when he does things with the ball that Dennis Burkamp would be applauding.
4: Good shout. I like that. Mm, Yeah. But But he'd do brilliant things with the ball like Dennis Burkamp, but he'd mean it, wouldn't he? Come on.
2: That's silly. No, and you know you've been silly. You, you know you've been silly. You know, know what silly. I'm talking about. Well, somebody who will also miss... <laughs> somebody who will also miss. Uh,
4: he could probably a, turn Dabizas and mean
2: it. I think so, the ghost of Dabizas is still there. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else who will also miss Roberto Firmino is his dentist, who paid tribute um, to old uh, Roberto Firmino. And according to the dentist, uh, he put uh, a conservatory on my house. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, Firmino asked for his teeth to be very white, beyond. Grade 1 on the chart And according to the dentist Not many people Had asked for that before But since Firmino Had done them Patients have come in And requested The Bobby Dazzlers
0: (laughs) Come on The Bobby Dazzlers
4: I'm looking like that, I just, I just don't know what I think of it. It's one thing to go in and ask for a haircut. Can mm. you change all my teeth to <laughs> yeah. look like him? Well, Klopp's... Can uh... you invent
0: a new colour? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Klopp likes his teeth to look good, doesn't he? He does, yeah. But with regards to Liverpool, David, I mean... Incredible I, Nash in that side. It, well, yeah, unbelievable, um, although they'll miss Firmino's, of course. But, but you know, I, like I say, a number of months ago, I was saying Liverpool might have a difficult conversation with Klopp in the summer if this doesn't improve. Whereas now, of course, it's been turn around really I mean you're shaking your head and sort of smiling at me as if to say you fool Marcus Speller and you probably won't be the only person who's thinking that but how good do you expect them to be next season
3: yeah the reason I was shaking my head is because look I think Klopp is part culpable, but I don't think there was a conversation needed had with him I think he's a mainstay I think he has to stay there I think what needs to change is what's going on upstairs there mm-hmm. I don't think they bought as well as they used to they've not identified talent as well as they used to and this summer's massive, mm-hmm. massive Um, chance for them to set things right I think what they've done wrong Um, you know when you look like somebody like Keita for instance going I mean he was like what 45, 50 million I think and now he's gone hasn't really impacted in any way so the next moves are going to have to be really important so Mm.
0: yeah it's very much rebuild mode Mm. um, for them in the summer it feels like the start of a new cycle though doesn't it because I mean obviously the the players that are going out other than Firmino I think you know even despite his age, I think a lot of people would, would have been happy to see him stay and they wanted him to sign a new contract. But obviously, you know, James Milner's it, it's a good time for him to go. I, I talk about so. going to Leeds, which if they stay up would be really, really nice, Brighton? I think. Yeah. Well, I Brighton, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. it's all done. Leeds go. are apparently in the, in oh, the, in the right, mix okay. as well. But um, yeah, I think. This season, particularly if they get into the Champions League now, and even if they don't, really, you mentioned Curtis Jones already. I think him and Harvey Elliott having this playing time now in a season that's not necessarily been the most successful—that is a lot of good experience in their legs now, and that will be valuable later on. And it's it's really all dependent on, on who they bring in in the summer, isn't it? They they'll probably want to replace Firmino in the squad with someone. Not sure who, mm. but it's mostly going to be midfield signings. I was about right? to say it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with their engine room. I was about to say I think what's ultimately cost them. This season, especially,
3: has been that lack of investment midfield. I think mm. there have been clearly players they needed to replace. Kate has obviously gone, like we mentioned. Thiago, wonderful player, but isn't fit across the course yeah. of the season. Uh, Milner, obviously, aging legs. Henderson, again, aging as well. So, end of cycle type players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they needed to reinvest before now. But they, they, I think they clearly know now and they'll target yeah. two or three centre midfielders, I think.
0: Also, like pulling out of the race for Bellingham, whatever you think of their announcement of that and whatever the reasons for it, you know, behind the scenes were. It's a smart move to just get rid of that idea straight away, yeah. rather than like waste the summer on it.
2: Well, and, and for their sake, you you would hope that they were a bit more lucky with injuries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but give Fabio Carvalho a bit of playing time, and if not, loan him back to
4: us. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, Barcelona's director of football. Did you see this? Who was due to uh, join Aston Villa, uh, won't be joining them as it was reported uh, after he visited Birmingham. Now, the wording of that, I think, harsh. harsh. <laughs> people were suggesting as if he turned up at Birmingham and thought, no. Nah. Oh, no. But I'm not sure that was the case. If that is the case, he'd not come out and said that, but he's going to stay at Barcelona, which is a great shame for Villa because that would have been a real coup for them. That would have been a great yeah. bit of business.
4: There are always a lot of building works in Birmingham, though. Well, there are in London as well. No, but it's that too many? Like, <laughs> finish it first, and then, t- and then invite us. Right, <laughs> yeah, outrageous. Yeah. Edgebuston's lovely though. He could have watched Warwickshire. chat up with your cricket. Well, no, chat. the Ashes are there. The Ashes start there. he's fought, he's his loss. Look, Pete was having a go at Blackpool. Chris Wokes, he's nice. He lives there.
2: <laughs> Pete was having a go at Blackpool the other week, or this week was it? You're now having a go at Birmingham. I'm not
4: having a go at Birmingham. I go there a lot. Too much, probably. All told, yeah. let's be honest.
2: But <laughs> checking on your buildings. Come on, hurry <laughs> up and
4: build him. <laughs> I, I need to collect me rent. <laughs>
2: Flipping tycoon you are, you're an absolute <laughs> disgrace. I think we should move on for your sake. Manchester City place, uh, play rather Chelsea uh, on Sunday afternoon. They will clinch the title unless Frank Lampard can pull off the unlikely victory. Um, this is a Frank Lampard derby. It, it is, is a Frank Lampard derby. Well, and also we should say that that's assuming Arsenal um, uh, uh, don't lose to Nottingham Forest on Which Saturday. Which we could
0: well do. Could well uh, do. we not got a good recent history at the City ground. I think what Arsenal will need to do is take big, Big cardboard cutouts of Sam Allardyce's face. Yes, just hold them up and sort of cynically laugh. Right. Every time a Forest player gets near the away end. Yeah, I just think that'll have a bad effect on Arsenal. Rather, no, I, I, I think Forest will just find that funny, and yeah. then Arsenal players like, "What are we
2: wearing again?" And then, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. So uh, yeah, don't do that. But yes, of course, um Manchester City. You would think, without uh, any disrespect to Nottingham Forest, because Arsenal will be heavy favourites for that game, you would think they if they beat Chelsea then the party time will erupt at uh, the Etihad. But, I mean, you know, should we write off Frank Lampard's Chelsea, David? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's fair. Uh, Manchester City have lodged legal challenges, by the way, uh, against the Premier League's 115 charges for alleged rule breaches, uh, disputing the uh, involvement of uh, the barrister also, who is uh, in charge of the disciplinary process because he's an Arsenal fan.
0: mm and sure. it's only
4: Arsenal that have been wronged in this. So, yes, what, yeah. what, a, what a smart, smart He's approach. He's
0: been hiding that fact, actually, on his own website. Right. So it's pretty shady, this. Well, he, so the, the, the barrister's been hiding the fact he's an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is he hasn't been hiding it at all. Oh, I see. I so. think it's, it's been presented as if as if this information has been on Earth. Uh-huh. Um, and essentially... Was well, he got like a scarf on a suit? What's, what's it, just name? in his bio, he talks about his history and like okay. working in sport, and talks about being a being a member of Arsenal. It mm. just seems it's more obstruction, isn't it? It's just a Classic. silly, silly thing. They're going to pounce on anything like this to mm. delay the whole process. It doesn't matter who he supports. Like they're there to sort of you know defend themselves against charges, right? Yeah. So. I think they've, they've got to do that regardless of who the person supports.
2: I think they'll only be happy unless it's like Micah Richards who's <laughs> who doing thing, and Richards will look at it and just burst out laughing. And when he's finished laughing, he'll go, "Ah, don't worry about it." <laughs> that's probably what they're hoping for, but that's not going to happen. So uh, yeah, that
0: sort kind of goes on and on and on. And who we- would we-
4: they have to support for them to? Uh...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, in an ideal world, no one.
4: Right? Yeah. W- yeah.
0: Just want some some nerd who doesn't like football. <laughs> Some absolute geek. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's Arsenal, have made
4: Ireland. In this period, like Arsenal have actually made a decent amount of money from Man City. So, how do you mean? You know, players that they've signed, like oh, Sanya, Nasri, yeah, okay, like okay, those okay, kind yeah, of players.
0: Yeah. They were bought, with Jesus. So you're you saying this is suspicious? Are
4: you oh, casting Jesus. doubt
3: now? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Be, <laughs> they've been the be <laughs> be linked with Cancelo as well this week. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. No. Wow. 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 The plot
4: thickens. Look, we'll so. give you Cancelo. Just. Let's just settle out a call. You have cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: Um Presumably, we all think Man City will beat Chelsea and they will be champions this weekend, whether it's because of Nottingham Forest doing a business or, or, or themselves. Yeah. And that would be the first of three on their way to uh, the treble. I mean, I, whatever one may think, and I know you've always had your say on, on, on Ramble Reacts, Guardiola knows how important this is to mm. get in the treble. If they win, a, if they win the treble, not a treble, Jose the treble, it, it just it 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 puts it in lights, it puts it in stone, it's, it you puts it wherever you want it to be put. <laughs> and there's there's and it, no there's th- no there's no question mark doubt anymore. about
0: them being an elite
2: club. Exactly, anymore. because he he did it with Barcelona when he didn't really have much previous experience as a, as a manager. Then he goes to to Bayern. They play glorious football, and it was it was an incredible time. They won a lot of trophies, but they didn't get that Champions League. Yeah, Manchester City—they've—they've—they've they've, they've only been in the final once. I say only—it's no mean feat, but they've—they've they've not done it. He—I just think the way Guardiola is approaching this, the way he's talking, the way they're celebrating, everything there's a slightly different vibe about it. He does seem
4: a bit—he—he he himself seems a bit calmer, doesn't he? He does. The
2: way they're playing as well—it's just—it's—it's yeah. it's, it's incredible. They're, I mean, Greeley said that they feel absolutely indestructible and Guardiola yeah. tried to downplay that well I don't really like that da, 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 da.
4: but that that's a, so Grealish is a great um a great indicator of that man city team I think and 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 Tarland, actually to the point where it used to feel like um guardiola was running basically a you know like a season long boot camp and by mm. the end everyone was exhausted everyone yeah. was kind of losing their yeah, yeah, rag yeah. a bit you know the, that great danny alves quote is you know um Started under Guardiola, willing to jump off the top of the new camp for him yeah. and by the end of it wanted to throw him off it. Yeah. <clears throat> They don't seem to have that. No. And I think that's an element of, I of think growth within Guardiola definitely. and also the fact that it's still fun.
2: Well, I think I think that's a very good point because at Bayern they were all exhausted Yeah, when it, when he left and Ancelotti, was it Ancelotti who took over. Yeah. I think it was. I yeah. mean, he was just a tonic for a bit. And then, of course, they weren't playing the football and they were like, oh, we kind of missed the football in, in,
3: in Guardiola. I still think that intensity is there. Did you see the little tete tete with De Bruyne? Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. yeah, So yeah. that intensity is there. But I think when you are that brilliant, which Guardiola is, yeah. I think. That, that never leaves you. That has to yeah. be there. I think yes. if you're a genius, then yes. that has to be there. It's and he compulsion. clearly is. Yes,
2: I, I totally agree. And I, I, Yeah, I, I just find it funny that it wasn't that long ago people saying, well, is Erling Haaland as he, he sort of made them a weaker side and, and, and so on? And they were obviously getting to grips with that. Jack Grealish, people saying, well, he's, he's not playing that much. And here they are, yeah. involved in one of the greatest European performances of all time, I would go as far to say, and I think a lot of people, other people would. And and they're at the forefront, those two in particular.
0: And, uh, you know... You well, not,
4: ju- not just those two for the point you're going to make. Like, mm. John Stones. Yeah. Carl Walker. Yes.
0: And he every, criticised every, Walker. Every single player on the pitch was exceptional the mm. other night. I the think Bernardo he... Silva's another one that stood... Like, the, all yeah. of them stood out, which but even, is a really rare thing. They won the
2: game in the first half. Yeah. And even the second half against Real Madrid, it was not as intense necessarily because it's very difficult to keep that up but also didn't need to be. Yeah. It was control. Management
0: still it was control. Goals, but they still
2: got to score two goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the same yeah. amount of goals. Brilliant.
0: The, the reason it feels so inevitable, I think, is I think yeah. it's, I'm using this just as a marker because this is what I read. I think since the charges were brought against them, I think they might have only been behind three times. Yeah. like They, they, look, He's in, they look in no danger. Mm. The, it, it looks like there is no jeopardy when teams play them. And coming in, coming into a sort of run like this, where, you, you know, the, the treble's on, you would think that the remaining league games might yeah. seem like a bit of an inconvenience and the sort of thing where actually if the you're gonna have a bit of a wobble, mm-hmm. it might be in these games because you know, you're looking ahead to others sp- other games you don't mm-hmm. want to get injured. You mm-hmm. you know they they seem a bit of a an annoying formality. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. They're, no. going, to, it's, they're going to be like they're going to be fun. They uh, look like they're, they're having an amazing time out there yeah. and in control as well.
3: Mm-hmm. I think the, con- the the sheer amount of control that they have he on desires. Yeah. Having fun
0: under pressure is a is a rare <laughs> yeah.
3: thing.
2: But when you're in 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 such control and Guardiola craves that to to take away all the anomalies, to take away all the to basically control as variables. much as you, Variables is the word I'm looking for. Um, I genuinely think only Edin Dzeko stands in the way of the treble.
0: <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. I think they're going to get battered. <laughs> 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 they're going to start the game in black and blue. Yeah. See how bad it is by the end. We're Indeed, not going to
4: call you InterNationale, we're going to call you Inter Milan.
2: <laughs> 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 right, everybody, it's time for Betfair's Popular Bet Builder. Select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app and you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Today, we're looking ahead to that match uh, on Sunday at Manchester City versus Chelsea. Jim, over to
0: you. I'm going to go for Julian Alvarez to score first mm. um, because there's a good chance uh, Erling Haaland will be, be rested uh, or they'll play together because they can do what they like. And Alvarez is a brilliant finisher with an incredible range of finishes. So I think he uh, he's going to step up.
2: It's another Argentinian who's having a lovely old time. Uh-huh. Off the back of the World Cup win, we'll get another medal or two under the belt. Uh, David, what have you gone for?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go for Riyad Mahrez to have one or more shots on target. Um, like Jim said, I think there's going to be some rotations in the squad. I think everyone's going to want to get on a party act, basically. Uh, yeah. So I think Mahrez is really going to uh, have a good game there. Yeah, Fish?
4: I... Um going for Conor Gallagher to score or be shown a card because he's a very excitable midfielder. There'll be a lot of ball chasing, hence the card opportunities Uh and might even sneak one at the other end and I've given myself the option of both. Well done.
2: Well done. I'm going to go for over two and a half goals uh, because there will definitely be goals because it's Manchester City. And Frank Lampard's Chelsea. Um, to sum up our picks, Julian Alvarez to score first, Riyad Mahrez to have one or more shots on target, Conor Gallagher to score to be shown a card and over two and a half goals. A £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £169.28 pence if we win all that money We'll go to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be back with another round of Betfair's popular Bet Builder next week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. T's and Cs apply. Got to be over 18 to get involved. And for more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. It's time for this. Dean
3: Smith also
1: says, we're "An encyclopedia of football." Oh, what?
3: An encyclopedia of football.
2: I don't know what that means. But we do. It's Jack's Encyclopedia, everybody. A simple game of categories. I'll give you all a category. And all you have to do is give me an answer that fits in to that category. If you're going too slow, we will play Gary Neville's Golgasm, which will leave you seven seconds and no chance of getting a right answer. Now, of course, David, you're, you're, uh, this is your first time with, with, with this game, I'm i, I, I led to believe. yes, uh, Vish, uh, nice to see you back for another another swing of the bat.
0: And, Jim, I put you down as favourite today, Okay, Mind games. (laughs) Unnecessary mind games. From the host. Yeah, Yeah, it's because I'm behind you in the league, isn't it? In the table. Well behind me in the table. Well (laughs) behind Yeah, I mean, fair. Chance for you to catch up today, isn't it, Jim?
2: (laughs) Right, everybody. Can we play the game? (laughs) I'm not demanding. Right. Now we're going to play the game, uh, everybody. This is is a lovely one. Lovely one. Relevant one uh, to begin with. 20 possible answers here. Managers who have won the Champions League, of course, since 1992, when it was rebranded to the Champions League. So um, we're going to start with David, as you are our uh, guest of honour in this game. Uh, David, um, uh, name a manager who's won the Champions League since 1992. Vincente Dabowski. Solid start from David.
4: Fish. Jose Mourinho.
3: Liking it, liking it. Jim?
4: Pep Guardiola.
3: Carlo Ancelotti. <laughs>
4: Sir Alex Ferguson. Thomas Tuchel.
3: There he is. David? Arrigo Saki
2: Arrigo Saki, you say? Has to go down as a wrong answer That was the European Ooh. Cup My friend The European Cup Surprise you got gone out That one early David If I'm honest Vish Roberto
4: Di Matteo
0: Lovely answer <laughs> Rafa Benitez Louis Van Gaal
2: Well played Jürgen Klopp Well played
4: Cesare Maldini Cesare Maldini have I completely fucked that? Yes, I think I have. Yeah, I've got the wrong thing. I've got the wrong thing in my head. You, what? Okay,
2: um, Jim, to take the round.
4: Ah,
0: uh, yup, Hankers. Well played,
4: sir. Well,
2: well done. Well played, Jim. What oh, was doing? it? I have <laughs> no idea what you were doing there, you weirdo. You could have had uh, Fabio Capello. You're oh, had Capello Johan Cruyff, uh, Luis Enrique, Hansi Flick, uh, Raymond Guthals, uh (forgive pronunciation), Ottmar Hitzfeld, <laughs> Marcello Lippi, Frank Rijkaard, and Zinedine Zidane. Oh, oh,
3: Zidane, have, a, have a lot course. of achievable answers in there. Don't
4: point that. Don't
3: I can't believe we went Maldini and Saki and Zidane was sitting. <laughs>
2: It's what, de- you, oh. it's what this game does to you, David. It's what this game does to you. Vish, you're up first here. Um, this, one, very Maldini. this one. This um, one. Who is
4: Maldini's dad?
2: I'll give you a clue. No Maldinis are involved in right. this, so this will help you.
4: Who is Maldini's mum? Eighteen players.
2: Careful. Eighteen players. Uh, you've got to choose from here. Players in the Manchester United match day squad for Sir Alex Ferguson's final game in charge of Manchester United ten years ago. Uh, that was so. Vish, get us on. Get us underway,
0: sir.
4: Uh, Robin Van Persie.
0: Yes. Jim. David De Gea.
2: You're up, David. Anderson. Well played. I with you for a second there.
4: Wayne Rooney. Wazza, you're saying, eh?
2: Wazza. Was he injured or was he in the squad? Was he injured, bitch? Oh, my God. Manchester United fan, Vitushin Antaraja there. <laughs> Jim Campbell. Big Phil chancellor. Jones. Phil Jones. Of course he was. Not injured. David Cartledge, Who are you going for?
3: Nani. Nani.
2: It's a wrong answer. Jim Campbell takes the round, everybody, and that means this early
0: in the game.
1: <laughs> Jim Campbell wins! Flawless victory.
0: Brilliant victory for you as well, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs>
2: What else was in there? Oh, there's so many. Alexander Butner, Michael Carrick, Chicharito, Tom Cleverley, Johnny Evans, Patrice Evra, Rio Ferdinand, Ryan Giggs. Valencia. Uh, Adnan Yanazai, Shinji Kagawa, Anders Lindegaard, Paul Scholes, Antonio Valencia, and Amanda Vidic. So a lot of people you probably haven't heard of. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> let's play the last... Fucking... What was oh. Wade doing? I... He wasn't there. He wasn't doing that. Uh, let's play Trying to the... get a
0: move to City. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Or DC United, spent half his time. Uh, Or Everton, Uh, let's uh, let's play the last round. So maybe Vish or David can get a bit of uh, respectability onto the scoreline. Okay, we have twenty answers for you in this uh, category: the top scorers for every Premier League winning side. Okay, so not the overall top goal scorer in the league, the top scorer for the side that won the Premier League that season. Do you understand? Everybody clear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got that? Okay. Right, well, Jim Campbell, you're up. Um, so far away, good sir. am going to go for Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes, an obvious one and a right one at that. David Cartledge, what have you got?
3: Alan Shearer. Love
2: that.
4: Rude Van Nistelwoy.
2: Rude, yes. Thierry Henry. That is correct.
3: David? Didier Drogba. I'm oh,
2: liking that, <laughs> liking that. Vichy, baby. Mo Salah. Running down the wing. Jim Campbell. Wayne Rooney. Did Waza manage that feat? Oh, I don't think he did. <coughs> oh, he did not. You're out. So there's a there's a consolation point up for grabs here. David.
3: Sergio Aguero.
2: Yes.
4: Oh, I had that. I had that. Yeah,
2: what else uh, you got? Jamie
4: Vardy. Oh.
2: Jamie Vardy's a lovely shell. 15-16 season, of course.
3: David. Robin Van Persie. Robin Van Persie.
2: No more. Uh, Nicola Anelka. Nicola. Nicholas to his friends. Nicholas Anelka is an incorrect answer. (laughs) Pollocks. Yes, indeed. So David gets the point, I'm afraid. Vish, you get nothing.
4: I oh, have lost the gym again. Yeah, and then we've got Andy Brassel at home. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. I will commend you all that uh, we didn't get to use Gary Neville's goalgasm
2: at all. No, uh, throughout the whole game. So well done on a speedy game, chaps. Well done on a victory, Jim. And well, well done for getting a point, uh, David Vish Better luck next time. Who are the Can other strikers? The Dimitar Berbatov, Dennis Bergkamp, oh, for Eric Cantona. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Cantona uh, yeah a few seasons he did that uh, Diego Costa Kevin De Bruyne Ilkay Gundogan Teddy Sheringham another man United man Ole Gunnar Solskjaer another man United man Yaya Toure and Dwight York another man United man Wow, that
4: Solskjaer and Sheringham is a little bit awkward Yeah, it's a funny rotation one.
2: Yeah, it's still the right answer, though. It you didn't is, get. yeah. It's annoying, that. So, so there we are.
4: Cesare Maldini is
2: <laughs> Not in the Premier <laughs> League, check, as far as, as I'm aware. Check. But we'll get, the, uh, Cesare we'll get the research. I haven't talked
4: about that the man in ages. That is amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair, everybody. Part of the Acast Creator Network. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Insta, at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app and don't forget to have a wonderful weekend. David, do you have a favourite Pitbull song?
3: Um, of course you do Motel yeah meet me at the Motel see motel, that D- one. David yeah. he
2: steps up whenever you want it we're playing that one it's by Pitbull the weekend is open the gate is there Vish I oh, want you to just stay behind for a quick he's not even, even me.
4: alive <laughs> oh, dear. Who? Pitbull. Cheers, Maldini. All right, okay, okay that all was, right, well, I, whoa. I was say,
2: That was
3: a bit of a breaking news there. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs>
2: so everybody, run wild and free. But, Vish, um, you've got to stay back for a bit. Right, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, Jim Campbell, pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. David Cartledge, well done, sir. An absolute pleasure. the you know, Hantaraja, there's always next time. Cheers,
4: away if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely weekend.